I'm Vito. I'm Hex. And I'm going to tell you everything that happens in Scum Villain's Self-Saving System by Mo Xiang Tongxiu, Chapter 2, Mission. We left off last time as Shen Jingqiu and his disciples are heading to Shuanghu City. Mm-hmm. Shuanghu City. Shuanghu Town. Like two lakes? Yes. Shuanghu yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheng. Um, where nine people have died to something they're calling the skin peeler. And the reason it's called the skin peeler is because every corpse has been found with its skin peeled clean off so meticulously that it looks like they never had skin to begin with. Ooh. <laughs> and the victims are all beautiful young women. So Shen Jingqiu is here to both find the killer and to get his disciples' experience in the job of cultivation. Mm-hmm. He arrives. The person who hired him is an old man, old man Chen in his 60s, 60M. And... <laughs> And he's with his third concubine, mm-hmm. the lovely little deer who is a teenager, F. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This is all I wrote is he the house. asshole for having a teenage concubine? <laughs> so his previous two concubines have both died to the skin peeler. Mm. And so he's like, this is my last one left. <laughs> Says, I'm running out of life. <laughs> Says some NPC lines that Shen Jingqiu is just like, yeah, yeah, I know. Let's get this over with. Shen Jingqiu quickly excuses himself to go back to his room, and Ning Yingying comes to find him. Like, wow, we're out in town. Shizun, do you want to come out and play with me? Shen Jingqiu is like, no, this master will stay here and be aloof. And uh, why don't you go find another one of your shishongs mm-hmm. to keep you company? Mm-hmm. Mentally, Shen Yuan's like, I want to go play too. And of course, you're going to go find Luo Binghe. I know. Go have your plot. I'll just sit here. And- Being in character, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so Shen Jingqiu straight up just like sulks for a few hours until later in the evening where Ming Fan comes. Until later in the evening where Ming Fan comes in and is like, Shizun, I've tested the bodies with these talismans. Shen Jingzhou's like, let me guess, demonic energy? Ming Fan's like, oh my god, you're so cool. <laughs> and Shen Jingzhou's like, mentally, ugh, I have to say the cringe line. Hmm, this demon thinks it can kill innocent civilians on my watch? Takes off his sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, Luo Binghe bursts in. He yells, Ningying's gone missing. Ming Fan moves to strike him. Shen Jingzhou smashes a vase in in-character distraction, so mm. he doesn't hit him. Mm-hmm. Shen Jingzhou declares, we're going to split up. Ming Fan, you go take other disciples. Luo Binghe, you're with me. Luo Binghe's very down on himself. He's like, this is all my fault. I should have been more careful. Shizong, you should punish me. Shen Jingzhou wants to pet his head, but... OOC warning. So they go. They go out into town. So they're following this trail of demonic energy, and they come to this makeup shop where the trail abruptly breaks off. Shen Jingzhou's like, this isn't a Sherlock Holmes AU. I don't know shit. Don't expect me to find out shit. Can we get the plot going here? <laughs> System's like, well, do you want to turn on easy mode? You'll have to spend 100 points. 
He's like, yeah, you should have told me there was an easy mode to begin with. Let's just do this. He turns on easy mode, demonic energy everywhere, clean trail. He's like, oh, so I have to go this way. Uh, he follows the trail. He takes Wolbing Ho. They follow the trail to an abandoned, obviously haunted manor where Shen Jingqiu tries to tell Lobing Ho to like, okay, go back, go bring your other martial siblings and we'll handle this together. Lobing Ho's eyes go wide. He's like, she doesn't watch out. And then everything goes black. They're captured. Shen Jingqiu wakes up. Lobing Ho and Ning Ying Ying are tied up in front of him, like on the same pillar. He's across from them. They're like, oh, she wake up. Are you okay? Are you okay? The system immediately punishes him for being a loser. <laughs> like, you are supposed to be this great cultivator, and you got knocked out by this lowly demon, minus 50 points. Mm. Not only that, Shen Jingqiu realizes, someone's taken his shirt off, he is now top naked, tied up in ropes, and just on the floor. He's like, I look like a xiaobailian that you just dragged out of your cheating spouse's bed. I deserve to lose those 50 points. In fact, you should just kill me. He said I'm being too sexy right now. <laughs> and that's illegal. Smoky, crackling demon voice suddenly comes from behind him. All like, the great Shen Jingqiu captured so easily. Um, the skin peeler. But I bet you don't know and you can't guess who I am. Shen Jingqiu's like, of course I can guess who you are. Aren't you, dear, the third concubine? Mm. The demon's like, how did you know? Mentally, Shen Jingqiu's like, well, you're a woman. I have not been introduced to any other female character who could be the skin peeler. Mm -hmm. So just by that logic alone, I could only guess you. <laughs> the, whatever the opposite of the Bechtel test is. <laughs> yeah. Also, he's like, actually, I didn't know it was you, but you just confirmed it. Should have held out more. Blah, blah, blah. And then the demon's like, well, okay, fine, but I bet you can't guess why I'm doing this. Shen Jingzhou's like, woo, go, villain monologue time, let's go, I love a good villain monologue. Mm -hmm. So the demon tells him, as I wear this skin suit, I find my next victim. After I kill them, I switch into her skin and I leave that body to be found, but everyone thinks that body belongs to my previous victim. So I'm always one step ahead of the game. Mm -hmm. Shen Jingzhou then asks, so why do you have to switch skins so often? Demon's like, like I'll tell you. <laughs> Shen Jingzhou's like, weird line to draw, but okay, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Don't tell me. Demon turns around. Ning Ying's like, leave us alone. Oh my god, Shen help. Generic lines. And the demon's like, your Shen's powers are sealed away by this immortal binding rope. Mm -hmm. And... <laughs> Apropos of nothing, damn it, little girl, if it weren't for my failing cultivation, I would never have to rely on the likes of you. I would never have to switch the skins on my body all the time. So the demon does tell him the motivation. Mm -hmm. And Shen Jingqiu, meanwhile, is adding the system. What if I die? Do I get a second chance? Do I get a second life? The system's like, actually, only the protagonist gets the unbreakable golden body treatment. <laughs> and meanwhile, Demon's like, actually, I enjoy taking all sorts of beautiful skins like yours, Shen Jingzhou, and proceeds to feel him up. At this point, we learn that the demon was a man who has been taking all of these young, beautiful women's skins for 
something something cultivation, something something beauty, something something suppleness. <laughs> and now he's like, I finally got my hands on a beautiful, supple, young male skin. Mm-hmm. And so starts feeling Shen Zhou up. Shen Zhou in her monologue, conflicted, like, oh, well, if you put it that way, I do kind of feel bad for you. But this is kind of gross. I don't really know how to respond to this. Mm, right, I am very supple. And you're not. And I should check my privilege. <laughs> Maybe we can work something out. As Shen Xingqiu's being felt up, Luo Binghe, tied up across from him, is having a sexual crisis. He's like, my aloof and distant and untouchable Shizun is all of a sudden half naked in rope bondage. Being very much touched. Yes, yes, so touchable. So the the narration goes, if Shen Jingqiu had to describe this experience, it would be like turning on a porno, only to find the main character is the teacher who's been failing you and hitting you all semester. (laughs) So at this point, Shen Jingqiu is like, how the turntables... He's smirking. He's like, demon, you must be blind because of the three people here, you've only threatened two of us when the best option for you to skin and kill is remaining untouched and unnoticed. Mm. And Ying's like, what? What are you saying? Lo Binghe's like, oh my god, Shizun hates me and wants to get me killed. Mm-hmm. Internally, Shen Xingxiu's like, please forgive me, forgive me. I don't mean this, I swear, I swear I have a plan. The demon is like, you can't trick me, but actually you can. Shen Xingqiu's like, yeah, so why don't you go brain the kid? Just like hit him really hard over the head and you'll see what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Demon's like, great, I'm gonna do that. Goes, lifts his arms about to kill Lo Ho when all of a sudden, crack, a pillar falls from the roof and completely swerves to miss Lo Binghe and Ning Ying Ying <laughs> to hit the demon and the demon only. Hell yeah. Chen Qingqiu's inner monologue. He's like, yeah, I know I had to take advantage of this unbreakable golden body rule. Mm-hmm. But this is bullshit plot development. As a reader, I'm calling bullshit. Mm-hmm. This is no better than a random car accident at the end of a story to make something tragic, quote unquote tragic. Pillar falls, some ropes get loosened. The demon jumps back up. He's like, oh, you cultivator and your sly tricks. I knew you had something up your sleeve, but too bad you can't get free from those ropes, which can only be cut by a spiritual sword, which I've got right here in my pouch. Mm-hmm. Loving Hope promptly tackles, gets free of his ropes, tackles the demon, takes out Xiuya's sword, throws it at Shen Qingqiu. Shen Qingqiu cuts the ropes and blasts the demon away at full force. Kills the demon instantly. Mm-hmm. In the aftermath, uh, Shen Qingqiu frees Ning Ying Ying and Luo Binghe's like, Shizuan, if I can ask, if that pillar hadn't so conveniently fallen, Shen Qingqiu's like, are you questioning my methods? Luo Binghe's like, no, if I could die for Shizuan, that would be my honor. Mm. Shen Qingqiu's like, let me tell you this. Even if the worst happens to me, nothing will ever touch you. That I promise. <gasps> Moving has shook. And the system awards him with B points, awards him with this immortal tying rope, and the protagonist's satisfaction points go up. He's like, we're all winning here. This is great. Also, the OOC restrictions come off. The system's like, congratulations, you've passed your training mission. You no longer have to abide by this OOC restriction. Mm. That's really fast. 
Yes. You yes. know, remember, I remember like thinking that the OC restriction would be this like huge like structuring plot thing, and then it just kind of went away. So, yeah. Mission ends. They return to Changchong. Yue Qingyuan comes to greet them at the door. Without saying a word, he goes up to Shen Qingqiu, takes his wrist, and feels his pulse, and is like, "Okay, you're fine." Only then proceeds to be like, "How was your mission? How are you doing?" Shen Qingqiu is very warmed. He says that Yue Qingyuan reminds him of his own two older brothers at home. Shen Qingqiu requests that Yue Qingyuan lets him go into seclusion in the Lingxi Caves, which are on Chongding Mountain,、uh, one of the peaks of Changchong, and it's this super pure location where if you go inside, meditate, train for a long time, you can get immense boosts to your cultivation.、Mm-hmm. Yue Qingyuan asks, like, "Oh, is this because of the upcoming Immortal Alliance conference?" Shen Qingzhou is like, "Yeah, yes, let's, yes, that's what this is."、Mm-hmm. Uh, but before he goes into seclusion, Shen Qingzhou calls Luo Binghe over and gives him a brand new cultivation tra- training manual. Luo Binghe is like, "Oh, why do I get a different and special one?" Shen Qingzhou is like, "Because you're different and special." Of course, the truth is the original goods had given Luo Binghe a false one before that had been hindering Luo Binghe's cultivation.、Mm. But now Luo Binghe's like, "Oh my God, Shizhen loves me.、Mm-hmm. He's given me my own special training manual." And Shen Qingzhou goes into the caves. Cue time skip, but not yet because he enters the Lingxi caves, and hundreds and thousands of turns later. He finds one ideal location. There's like a natural formed rock bed. There's this beautiful green pool of still water, perfect for training. If it weren't for the fact that he thinks the last Shishong who trained in here just didn't have that much,、um, what's the term? Didn't have much of a sense of civic duty.、Oh. He left all these. Sword, all these sword marks and blood stains everywhere. It、mm. looks like a crime scene. Couldn't we <laughs> clean up after ourselves or something? But nonetheless, he decides to stay there. He sits down, tries to begin meditating, but as he starts, he hears this low, pained panting, and he feels these sudden chaotic bursts of spiritual energy coming from somewhere. Internally, he's like. Can a guy not cue his own training montage in peace without encountering some guy's chi deviation? Because that's obviously what this is.、Mm-hmm. Fine, I'll go check it out.、Mm-hmm. He follows the sound to another cave, where he sees a figure in blood splattered white robes standing with his back to Shen Xingqiu. His sword, the figure's sword, is embedded to the hilt in the stone wall of the cave. There's this horrible shrieking noise as the figure draws the sword out. Shen Qingqiu immediately recognizes the pattern on the sword and turns to go. He's like, "Hell no, I'm out of here!" But it's too late. The figure senses him and turns around. Shen Qingqiu sees his face for the first time and is like, "Wow, this guy is gorgeous," which I'm definitely not noticing because I'm busy running for my life. <laughs> and the figure flings the sword across the cave and stops Shen Qingqiu in his tracks. So Shen Qingqiu doesn't have any other option but to turn around and attack, fully expecting to die,、mm-hmm. knowing what he knows about this character.、Mm-hmm. But his attack works. The guy gets blasted away because he's in the midst of this chi deviation. And as the guy is struggling to get back on his feet, Shen Qingqiu approaches and is like, "Look, 
I don't know how this is supposed to work either. So if I accidentally kill you, it's not on me. But here we go. And starts channeling his spiritual energy into the guy. And luckily, it works. It soothes the guy's chi deviation. And after a while, the guy passes out peacefully. The system's like, ding, 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 congratulations. You've changed the plot line, the death of Liu Qingge, plus 200 B points. So this, of course, is Liu Qingge. Shen Yuan already knew this, had already guessed it. So who is Liu Qingge? He is a certified badass of the 12 peaks of Changcheong. Each one has its own special thing, right? There's the arts and literature peak. There's the swordsmith's peak. There's the brutal training peak. There's the hot chicks only peak. <laughs> and the coolest one that all of the youngsters are fans of is Bai Zhan peak. So by like a hundred battles. Mm. So this is the ultimate fighting force of Changcheong. Mm. All of their peak lords have been war gods and legends, including Liu Qingge. And so, despite the fact that Liu Qingge was never once seen on screen in the novel, uh, Shen Yuan has, of course, fantasized about him. As all male fans do. <laughs> Extensively. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but specifically, Shen Jingqiu was like, I imagined him to be like a rugged, manly... Um, romance of the Three Kingdoms type, mm. you know, bearded war god. Mm. Not this ridiculously, offensively beautiful young man. <laughs> but he thinks Liu Qingge is, he is the older brother of Liu Mingyan, who is the number one love interest of Luo Binghe in the original novel, mm. who, is, who is also supposed to be the most gorgeous woman in the world. So he's like, oh, maybe, maybe the math checks out. Okay. So to summarize, Liu Qingge is powerful, gorgeous, and cocky. Bingo, the affectionate nickname for the original Luo Binghe, already has those three things covered. There's no need for a second character with all of, all of these traits. So of course, Airplane had to kill him off early. In the original novel, Liu Qingge is dead before the plot even started. And Liu Qingge's other purpose in the novel was to be yet another nail in Shen Qingzhou's scum coffin. Mm. Even though they're Marshall brothers, Liu Qingge and Shen Qingzhou like, despise each other. And it's not just petty arguments, it's straight up, I will kill you right now, levels of mutual hatred. Mm. The readers are never told why, but that's why initially Shen Qingzhou had wanted to run. Mm-hmm. In the original novel, it said that Shen Qingzhou killed Liu Qingge in the midst of a training accident slash qi deviation. So Shen Qingzhou was thinking this is probably where it happened. And of course, Liu Qingge will try to kill him too as mm. Shen Qingzhou. Gradually, Liu Qingge comes to. He sees Shen Qingzhou and is immediately on guard, but he's also weak and coughing up blood. Shen Qingzhou's like, relax, here's a hanky. Liu Qingge's like, what are you up to now? Shen Qingzhou's like, there, there, pats him on the back, sends him more calming spiritual energy, and is like, Shi Di, I've been thinking, Shi Xiong has been thinking about this, and I've been really reflecting on my behavior, how wrong I have been. Uh, what say you we turn over a new leaf? Let's just start over and be the model martial brothers that I know we can be. <laughs> Liu Qingge's like, Get the fuck out! Shen Jingzhou's like, yeah, that's fair. I'm gonna go now. 
Um, but think about it. <laughs> That's a genuine offer. I'll be right next door if you need me. Bye. He goes. Uh, mentally, he's like, score. If in the future I do have to fight Lo Binghe, then having a character like Gotenga on my side would only be beneficial. Mm-hmm. So he goes back to his cave with the sword marks and with the blood. He meditates. Time skip. His cultivation has been very successful. Shen Yuan has now completely taken control of Shen Qingzhou's body and all of his powers. Mm. Before he leaves, he knocks on the cave wall and is like, Shidi, I'm gonna go now, but you know, be good. <laughs> See you soon. Let me know if you want anything on target. <laughs> <laughs> he exits and cue scene three of this chapter. Mm. This is the great demonic invasion of Chongding Peak. Shen Jingzhou thinks, yeah, it's about time for that one major event to occur. The one where two main female characters notice Luo Binghe for the first time. Mm. He exits the cave. There's alarms going off. There's smoke everywhere. There's disciples running frantically about. NPC Disciple 1 and NPC Disciple 2 come up and are like, Shi Bo, here's the situation. The demons have invaded Chongding. Zhang Men Shishong, so Yue Qingyuan, is away on business, so there's nobody watching this peak right now, and they've broken all of the bridges to the other peaks, so nobody's coming to help us. Shen Qingzhou's like, not on my watch, and brings the disciples over to the spot where all of the relevant characters have conveniently gathered. He's looking around the crowd to make sure Luo Binghe's there, and he is there, and some time has passed now. Luo Binghe is now 15, and he's like, oh, look at this. Look at this young man. He's growing up. He's growing up. And he's even he's even cuter and more handsome than before. Enter Sha Hualing. Shen Yuan is super, super excited for this because this is one of the most popular female characters of the novel. She's exotic, even among demon kind. Braided black hair, pale skin, rich eye makeup, bright red lipstick, only wearing red fabric and silver bangles. Mm. Um, and she is just your classic, sexy, head-empty, vicious love interest uh, who's yet yeah, not afraid to get nasty. That's like her defining trait. In the original novel, she betrays her family for Luo Binghe. She's always starting shit with the harem and has like killed and maimed everybody. And so at this point in her storyline, she's just come into power of her own. She's like the... They call her like the Mozu Shen, Shen Nu. So, demonic priestess? Mm. And she's just been crowned this, and so is trying to flex by coming to attack one of the strongest cultivation sects. Mm. Shen Qingzhou is getting excited about all this, and thinking, of course, about Luo Binghe, so he looks back over the crowd and makes eye contact with Luo Binghe, looks away. <laughs> Xia Hualing's like, oh my god, we're only here for a friendly spar. Shen Qingzhou's like, uh-huh, yeah, sounds, sounds fake, but okay. Mm-hmm. Xia Hualing's like, no, I really mean it. Even though I've severely harmed a lot of your disciples, let's have three completely fair demonstration spars mm-hmm. right here, right now. Mm-hmm. So Shen Qingzhou agrees. In the original novel, the first fight is between Shen Qingzhou and the one-armed elder demon. Mm-hmm. In the novel, Shen Qingzhou used a lot of dirty tactics, of course, to juxtapose against Luo Binghe's righteous fighting style. So in his version, Shen Qingzhou has no reason to do that. When the one-arm demon comes forward, Shen Qingzhou is like, hey, I notice you have one arm. 
how about let's make this fair? I won't use any of my arms. And just completely curb stomps the motherfucker. Mm. He's like, wow, my cultivation training's worked. I am so cool. I'm so badass. I should just keep doing this. All three fights are mine. Why not? Yeah. System's like, if you don't let the protagonist fight, it will be minus 1,000 B points. Shen Jinxiu's mad because the original goods had made Luo Binghe fight as, you know, humiliation, as just abuse, Mm -hmm. and he's really upset about having to do it as Mm -hmm. well. Q's second battle, Sha Hualing steps up and is like, well, Shen Xianshi, like, you can't fight all of these battles yourself. That wouldn't really be fair and in the spirit of this fight. So who's going to fight against me? Shen Jingqiu looks out to the crowd and is like, any volunteers? From the crowd of Xianshu Peak disciples, Xianshu Peak is the female-only training peak full of beautiful, spry young women. From the crowd of Senshu Peak disciples steps a beautiful young woman with her face covered in... Uh, fuck. Like a veil? Yes, thank yeah. you. This, of course, is Liu Mingyan, the cultivation world's number one beauty and Liu Qingge's younger sister. Uh-huh. Because of the age difference between them, uh, Liu Mingyan had entered the sect a generation after Liu Qingge, and that's why Liu Qingge is a peak lord while Liu Mingyan is still a disciple. Mm. So Shen Jingqiu remarks that in the original novel, Airplane had used up every bit of literary knowledge he has to describe Liu Mingyan's beauty. Bless his soul. <laughs> <laughs> Liu Mingyan is one of Shen Jingqiu's favorite female characters. She's smart, she's sensible, she has a sense of justice and like solid social skills when it comes to the harem. And specifically because she's never slept with the protagonist. Now, why would this make her a good character in Shen Jingzhou's eyes? Uh, Shen Jingzhou's like, well, you know, you want what you can't have, right? So as the reader, I've never seen them bang. So that makes me want her more. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why she's my favorite. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We've also, why is she in the harem if she's never slept with the protagonist? They're just in love. Yeah, so like not the not a literal harem, but as in the the tropes of so many ladies throwing themselves at him. Exactly. Uh, this is going to be the battle of the angel versus the demon, the saintly pure Liu Mingyan versus the mm, demonic fiery Sha Hualing. Mm-hmm. Shen Jingqiu gets really excited, looks back over the crowd at Luo Binghe. They make eye contact again. Shen Jingqiu looks away. <laughs> Important yeah. eye contact plot point. I didn't write it down, but this is also this is where Lobing has like this is the third time Shizun has Shizun has made random eye contact with me. Does he care about me? <laughs> In the battle, Lomingyan lose <laughs> Lo- loses. Shen Jingqiu's like, eh, it's fine. Airplane's battle writing is super cliche, anyways. Q third battle. Sha Hualing sends up the Elder Sky Hammer Demon. <laughs> And Sha Hualing's like, friendly note of caution, his armor is covered with deadly poison. Everyone's like, that's not fair. She's like, well, it's fair. I just told you. Just don't get stabbed. Ha ha ha. Shen Jingzhou's like, Luo Binghe, I choose you. Gotta go fight this fight. Ning Yingying and Ming Fan both protest. Both of them protest. But Shen Jingzhou's made up his mind. Ning Yingying runs away in a fit of tears. Luo Binghe agrees to try his best. He steps up. They start the fight. Luo Binghe gets beaten to a pulp. Mm. Everyone's like, ouchie. <laughs> Indeed. 
what the deal was. And the demons are like, get out, get out of here. Yeah, you lost, you lost. Woo. And then in the midst of all this hubbub, someone's like, someone asks Sun Jing Chou, like, shouldn't you stop this fight already? Very quietly, but with surety, Shen Qingzhou says, he'll win. Mm. Luo Binghe hears him. Oh. Nobody's ever shown this much faith in Luo Binghe before, so that gives him the protagonist surge of power that he needs to beat the elder Skyhammer demon. Mm-hmm. Luo Binghe wins. Systems like protagonist successfully gotten Sha Hualing and Liu Mingyan's attention, plus 500 points. Mm. So that's the three battles, two wins for Sang Qiong. Sha Hualing's pissed. As she's leaving, as she's telling all of the demons to leave, she signals to the Elder Sky Demon, like, Elder... to Elder Sky Hammer, that he should do something to make up for his failure. Elder Sky Hammer launches himself at Luo Binghe with his giant hammer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shen Jingchou disarms him very easily and whacks him away with his fan. <laughs> He's like, you don't mess with my disciple, and is really embarrassed about it. <laughs> The demon gets up, throws himself at Luo Binghe again. Shen Qingzhou's like, oh shit, his poisoned armor, and throws himself in the way again, completely forgetting the fact that the protagonist cannot die. Mm-hmm. Shen Qingzhou gets the demon in the chest with his sword, but the demon just runs himself up the sword and stabs Shen Qingzhou in the hand with his poisoned armor. Mm-hmm. He declares all evil, like, I'll have the great Shen Jingqiu die with me. And Shen Jingqiu kicks him away. (laughs) (laughs) I love how much of his progress of, like, figuring out what is happening is, like, so, um, like, learning how to play a video game arc, where you're just like, oh, fuck, I just, like, forgot that I should be paying attention sometimes. (laughs) As a seasoned Hollow Knight player, you're like, <laughs> yeah, I respect As that. As someone who's really bad at playing the vast majority of all video games I've tried, and like super cannot hack it, except <laughs> for this one video game. <laughs> Heavily relatable. Shen Jingzhou gets stabbed. Luo Binghe runs up to him and is like, you're poisoned? Shen Jingzhou's like, no. Luo Binghe, stone cold draws Xiuya and, like, steps on the demon, sword to the neck, like, what's the antidote? What's the cure? Xiao Hualing's like, um, the poison's called no cure, so there's no cure for this. Yeah, your Shizhen's gonna die. And Shen Jingqiu can tell that she's getting ideas again, that now she thinks that she's brought him down. So quickly, Shen Jingqiu announces, ah, but this poison kills mortals. I'm an immortal. How do you know this poison worked on me? Xiao Hualing's like, well, a side effect of this poison is that it blocks your spiritual energy. So if you can, you know, blast some spiritual energy out from your hand, then we'll know that the poison hasn't worked. Luo Binghe's all mired in guilt. And in this moment, all memories of Shen Qingqiu's past abuse, gone from his head. Shen Qingqiu pets his head and tells him, it's gonna be alright. He finally gets to pet his head. Yes, <laughs> after dreaming about it yeah. for a chapter and a half. Shen Qingqiu tells Sha Hualing, like, actually, you've been very rude, so how about instead of me just demonstrating my power, you come over here and we attack each other with spiritual energy. Once we've hit each other palm to palm, you'll know whether the poison worked on me or not. 
Shawaling's like, you know, the mental gymnastics of, uh-oh, but what if he's not poisoned? I will die or I will get seriously injured. Shen Xingzhou's just trying to bluff her out. But Shawaling takes the bet. She's like, fine, let's do it. Luo Binghe tries to get in the way, like, I'll do it. Shen Xingzhou's like, like, hell you will. Luo Binghe's like, but Shizun got hurt for my sake. Shen Xingzhou's like, well, if you know I got hurt for your sake, then keep yourself safe. Mm. <laughs> Xia Hualing attacks. Luo Binghe still tries to jump in the way, but Shen Xingzhou kicks him aside. Shen Xingzhou's like fully ready for immense damage. The Baijan Peak Lord arrives. Without even pulling his sword, his spiritual energy was enough to blast Xia Hualing away. Everyone's cheering. Shen Xingzhou's like, oh sure, come take all the credit after I did all the work. We get it, you're cool. All of Xia Hualing's clothes fly off because <laughs> it's just one piece of fabric loosely draped around her body. Yes. <laughs> this single piece of sheer satin goes flying. <laughs> Xia Hualing sees Liu Xingguo arrive and is like, oops, I gotta go. Liu Xingguo's like, coming and going as you please. Dream on. His sword comes out. Pew, pew, pew. He drives all of the demons away. Mm. Liu Xingguo goes to Shen Qingqiu. Shen Qingqiu's like, Oh, I knew telling Ningying to go get you was the right move. I don't know when he did that. It doesn't feel like he did that. I don't know if it's a joke. Hmm. Maybe it is. Interesting. Xingjingjo's <laughs> <laughs> like, so how's my wound? Or how's it looking? Mm-hmm. Do like, well, you won't die. But I'm returning the favor from the caves. Xingjingjo's like, classic Sundere behavior. <laughs> yeah. And Xingjingjo collapses. Blowing her helps him down. Xingjingjo gets to pat his head some more. Says... I knew, dot dot dot, you would win. <laughs> Mentally, Shen Jingzhou's like, if I were a reader right now, I would be calling bullshit on this characterization. What's his motivation? Like, what's Shen Jingzhou doing right now? Mm. But system's like, congratulations, you get extra B points and you get extra hashtag deep points. Not actually, but it's like philosophical points. D points. Deep points, yes. <laughs> Shen Jingzhou's thinking like, don't go adding weird categories of points for my sake. Luo Binghe is tearing up above him, but the world's going black, and Shen Jingzhou passes out. End of chapter. <laughs>